Hey, welcome to the Pharmacy Residency Podcast, a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. If you need one-on-one help with your letter of intent, whether you're trying to make the letter longer or shorter, uh, go to residency.teachable.com. What I want to talk about today are lists of virtual open houses. I think that this is something that's kind of create you know happened organically where you know many programs are are just doing open houses some are doing open houses and showcase but we don't have one central list so i just wanted to show you on twitter and i'll uh, link you to this um, in the show notes but there's a list of them and i just kind of wanted to go through some of the list and show you what to look for so this is mary douglas smith at sc underscore pharmacist and uh, this is for ASHP 2022. See if they're you know, going to be virtual open houses, whether at residency showcase or not. Um, somebody who's pretty active on there is Jason Mordino. Hopefully I got that name right. Uh, he is the RPD, I believe, at BMC, so the Boston Medical Center. And there is a PGY session tonight. Uh, it's probably in an hour and a half <laughs> on November 2nd from 7.30 to 8.30 Eastern time. And then another one, session two, November 16th from 7.30 to 8.30 Eastern Time, as well as a PGY2 session uh, at the same time, it looks like, on November 16th. That's interesting. Okay, Uh, let's see. So um, there is Prisma Health. Uh, I think that is South Carolina. Well, Gamecock Pharmacist. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, They are having one. Uh, They're talking about showcase only, uh, no virtual ones. Uh, let's see, you see San Diego Health. And again, you can see this on YouTube, Tony PharmD, T-O-N-Y-P-H-A-R-M-D. Uh, most episodes are videos. Uh, UC San Diego Health, uh, 1116, 1212 for program overviews. Uh, whether you want the open house for acute care, that's November 17th and December 13th. And then ambulatory care, uh, November 21st. Um, Loyola University Medical Center. Uh, So PGY-1, PGY-2 critical care, and PGY-2 solid organ transplant. Uh, Looks like we have tomorrow, which is the 3rd of November, uh, from 6 to 7. So the virtual open house, number one, and then their number two. And this is is something that's common. You'll see one early in November, early in, uh, or later in uh, November as well for PGY-1s, and then kind of all over the place for uh, PGY-2s. Okay, so uh, I don't want to just kind of belabor this and and kind of go all over them, but uh, there's some from Ohio State here. Uh, Let's see, Uh, two virtual open houses. And again, this gets acronym crazy. While people think that, you know, you know what BIDMC is, I have no idea what BIDMC is. It is Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center. So that's what it is. So just a recommendation to those that are posting. Uh, we appreciate certainly your posting, but uh, when you only have acronyms, uh, it doesn't really help someone who is new to the area or trying to figure it out. Um, you know, I could have a kind of count the acronyms here, but uh, many are doing that. And I get it. You're trying to save space. It's Twitter. Uh, okay, let's see where else. Um, uh, we'll be at Mid-Year um, Showcase. New York Presbyterian uh, is here. Uh, looks like Open House Tonight. Well, that was a little late there, but Methodist South and uh, University of Alabama, Birmingham. Okay. And then Memoinides uh, Medical Center, Pharmacy Residency, Virtual Information, uh, UIC, so University of Illinois, Chicago. 
Um, let's see. That's BMC again. Ohio Health Pharmacy Residency Open House 1115. Uh, let's see. And then there's an in-person one. Okay. Uh, let's see. Oshner. Not sure how to pronounce that. Um, virtual Information November 8th. Uh, virtual Pharmacy Residency Preview Night November 16th, December 14th for Minnesota Health. Um, Emory University Hospital November 14th. Uh, oncology Pharmacy at Duke, uh, and then there are kind of a bunch of other ones here, Baylor, Scott, and White, Ohio Health again, VCU, uh, the community-based one, I've heard about this one, um, University of New Mexico Residency Program, it's kind of a neat infographic, uh, Vanderbilt, and MUSC, so uh, looks like a PGY2, that's Medical University of South Carolina, uh, and I think that's it. Okay, so I'll, I'll put that in the, the show notes, uh, but the idea is this. Right now, it is very scattered. Okay, so this is the first time we are, I was in Vegas for the last in-person ASHP, and the cycle has gone three years, so we are back in Vegas. It goes on a three-year cycle to three different cities, and, um, you know, showcase was what showcase was back then. Uh, but now with the, the less interest or the decline of interest in showcase, in residency in general, not necessarily showcase, uh, but in residencies in general, I think the showcase will be a little bit smaller. I really have no idea how many are going to be there compared to 2019. Uh, there's the same amount of time to go, but I think that it might be a little bit more humane uh, as we go into this year, uh, rather than um, 2019, where it was, you know, again, the, the traditional madness that goes in. And I literally sat there with a the camera for 10 minutes watching people file in. And there are the ones that have to be there first. They get there, they ask their questions. But really, it's kind of like uh, if you've ever been in a grade school race, and I remember my my daughter doing this. So my daughter, the one that runs uh, cross country, there, a couple of them do. But um, so I just said, look, the boys are going to go out and they're going to sprint. Don't stay with the boys. Just run your pace. And what happened was there was certainly that group of boys that were racing each other. And for the first hundred meters, they beat everybody. But sure enough, that was it. That's what they had in them. And that's what happens is that this huge group goes in, they do all of this stuff, they have these couple prepared, and then after that, they don't really know what to do. And what you really should be doing is watching, <laughs> just watching The Watcher, uh, but on Netflix, but you should be watching what sites are very popular, what sites are somewhat popular, and what sites are really not getting much attention at all. What's much more valuable to you is knowing, hmm, that was some place I was really interested in, but it looks like nobody else is interested. Maybe there's something wrong with that program, or maybe I've kind of found a diamond in the rough. Or you're like, oh, I didn't realize that program was so popular. Uh, I wonder what my chances are coming from this College of Pharmacy, and so on. So as you're kind of looking at all of these sites, again, instead of sprinting, to make sure you get your questions to certain places at Showcase, what you really should be doing is taking your time, 
and kind of assessing uh, those parts. And you'll you'll have your little map and you can kind of mark them and say, you know, really popular. And and some of them are huge, like UNC, Iowa. um, What are the ones that have these huge, like, you know, kind of like a lot of PGY2s? It's kind of like going through a castle. They're like all these banners, you know, PGY2 this, PGY2 that, PGY2 this. And you just have this massive number of people at these, you know, huge residencies. I think Mayo was one too. Um, uh, anyway, uh, but what you want to do is kind of get a sense for what's going on in that first hour. And you really do want to treat it like a marathon. Uh, I remember doing my first marathon and I was so excited. First, uh, I want to say I was about an hour and 50 minutes in the first uh, half marathon and very comfortable at that pace felt really good just talking to people as i was going along and that was a little bit fast for me and then mile 17 and 18 and i just blew up so what happens usually is people go in they ask all their questions they don't know what to do and then they leave and then it becomes very clear and there's a lot of uh, opportunity and a lot of time so if you pace yourself just start kind of getting a feel for the hall in the first hour I know that there's going to be some bumping and jostling and, and, and that kind of thing. But just kind of get a feel for the place in the first hour. In the, and you'll bring a snack with you. Bring some water with you. Bring something to drink. Bring comfortable shoes with you. But you're just kind of assessing right now. okay? And after you go through there and kind of assess what's going on, what the popularity is, how these things are kind of dying off and so forth, then you kind of swoop in and start asking your questions of the places that you really like. And then what you really want to see is at the end. That is my favorite time. My favorite time of the semester when I was a student was the end. I am a great finisher. I may not start off well. I was really social in college. But I was a great finisher. I was at office hours. I was, you know, with the tutors. I, you know, am there every single class at the end of the semester, which is the opposite of what ends up happening in undergrad in regular semester. So as you kind of sit there and they're kind of worn out, that's when you can kind of really get to talk to everybody. And because you've taken your time, because you haven't jumped in there going crazy, uh, you have that energy. The other thing is, is to bring your own lunch. The lines to get lunch, the lines to get food are not only ridiculous, but it is so stressful to try to get food there like while you're there and we in 2019 didn't have the issues that we have now with getting help and getting hiring people and those types of things bring your own lunch okay that way you can actually have a break maybe even take a little nap Um, but if you get a break you know between the two sessions you have your lunch and then you can kind of assess and kind of put that part to the side get ready for the next section and just do the same thing so if i were looking at the day i would not be looking at it as okay well i've got to get this done in the first half hour i'm looking at the day as a seven hour experience okay i'm gonna get there i'll get there maybe 15 minutes after it starts so i will just walk in everybody will have already gone into the hall I'll start at the beginning on the left side, I'll finish on the right side, just kind of taking it all in, not worried about asking any questions, enjoying the atmosphere, 
just kind of seeing and really taking in what it is that these programs are trying to offer. Then in that second hour, I'd start asking some questions, maybe getting pulled in by some of the places that don't really have a line, just going right to the front, just asking questions, making a couple of notes. And then in the last hour, maybe those places that are the most popular, that's when I would go to them. Yes, they're going to be worn down a little bit. They're going to have heard the same question over and over again. But if you have a genuine question, they're happy to answer it, happy to help you. Okay. But if you do this, if you jump in in those first 30 minutes and you are like, I've got to get there, I've got to get to this site and this site and this site, and you're so frustrated that people are, are in line in front of you, that people are budging in front of you, people are cutting you off, uh, somebody was rude to you, somebody didn't answer your question in the way that you wanted, uh, you didn't, weren't able to get uh, the information you wanted from someone, now you're frustrated and maybe even angry. And so you're bringing that into the second and third hour and you just leave and you're just like done. And then you go try to get lunch. You sit in line for lunch. You're frustrated. You're sitting there with your, you know, nice clothes and everything. You're sitting by back against the wall and, uh, you know, you're eating whatever lunch you finally got at the end. Now you have maybe a couple minutes before the next showcase opens. Here comes the great mass again and you're fighting everybody again. And now you're exhausted and it is a terrible experience. Start slow, continue slow. That's the way to succeed, especially on the double day uh, that you have the two sessions. It is exhausting, but it doesn't have to be. If you kind of take that observer, watcher type, you know, of thought and just kind of saunter through and just watch the people. We go to the Iowa State Fair most every year and Besides, you know, the kids loving the animals and the art thing and, and the other stuff that's there and the food, man, the people watching is amazing. You are going to see students that you might even know that you're like, man, I thought they had a pretty level head on them, but oh my gosh. And you're going to see a completely different person and you're going to see frustration. And it's great because you're going to see exactly what these residencies want to see, which is how do you do under pressure? And if you're the one coming in at the end, like, wow, that really relaxed. You remember that really relaxed person at the end? Man, I, I was around her and I felt really relaxed. She calmed me down. Man, I had two and a half hours of questions. I was like, man, this is exactly the kind of person we want here. Kind of, you know, the bring us down into this uh, kind of series of calm. So I think these virtual open houses are great. It allows you to actually have time with the individual sites. Um, I think that it's unfortunate that we don't have a listing where you could, it would have been so easy to just say, okay, well here, just upload your residency open house listing to the master listing at ASHP so that anytime you go look for a place like, oh, there's a residency open house. Uh, but instead, these are something that you kind of have to find out about. And if you're not getting to your residency stuff by Thanksgiving, you're going to find that uh, a lot of those open houses are done. Yeah, there's going to be one maybe second week of December after uh, mid-year, but many of them are happening in November. That's when it's kind of a lot easier for these programs to do it before the holidays uh, rather than in between. Okay, so I kind of covered a lot here, but let me just cover my last three points. So the first point is 
go ahead and check out these virtual open houses. Uh, maybe check out ones that you're not as interested in first to kind of see what the protocol is, how to act in them, and then go to the ones you're really interested in. Uh, two, when you're going to ASHP mid-year, plan on the whole day, treating it like a marathon, not a sprint. Uh, those people that go in first and are, are first to line, uh, it, it actually, on the residency side, some of those uh, residents and, and RPDs have, have said that it is, it is almost scary how when this huge push of people comes up, and ask questions and, and it is, it is, yeah, it is what it is. So that's the second thing, just kind of, you know, start slow, just kind of take your time. There are plenty of time. Uh, there will be plenty of time for you to ask your questions at the end. I assure you it will clear out. All the gunners uh, will be in and done um, and then on to the next. And then third, you know, bring comfortable shoes, bring some food for lunch. Don't go buy lunch there besides it's super expensive, but it really, really, really will uh, make your day so much better if you bring your lunch to the two-part program because it really is, the, the lines, I assure you, will be absolutely monstrous and it will really get in the way of you being your best self. Okay, so speaking of that, if you want to be your best self uh, on, if you want to be your uh, best self uh, in writing, uh, that's my job. Uh, so contact me at TonyThePharmacist at gmail.com if you got questions or just sign up for the Letter of Intent program or cover letter program if you're applying for a job at residency.teachable.com.